The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, October 17th, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, we are the Cigar Authority, a podcast that's been continuously running since 2010, and as it turns out, we might be doing it all wrong. Today, we're going to learn the good, the bad, and the ugly, and see how we can transform this mess. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, before I get to our guest, Jim Collison, and, and explain who he is, he's from Ask the Podcast Coach. Um, I tuned in in advance a couple weeks ago because he knew he was coming up here, and uh, I heard that he mentioned us on the show. I was so excited. Uh, We're going to be mentioned on the show because this is something I listen to, and uh, this is what I heard. We're going to talk about this next week when I'm on Cigar Authority. He's doing everything by by our standards, by the current podcasting guru standards. He's doing everything wrong. (laughs) And he's laughing all the way to the bank. So it turns out we're doing everything wrong, and uh, typically somebody comes up here and they hold back because they get to know me and like me and say, oh, I'm going to go easy on. So Jim Collison, no going easy. All right. I'll do what I can. All right. To mix it up. All right. So we're obviously doing things wrong, and I, and I, uh, I want to hear it because we want to try to improve this show after 11 years. I should have went to you about 10 years ago, but here it is. Never too late, right? Welcome aboard. No holding back. Yeah, how long before you recommend I'm fired? That's what I want to know. Well, tomorrow, soon okay. enough. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So you do smoke cigars? I do. All right. How long have you been doing that? About three years. All right. But, I, but the, really the last year has been the I've, more in the last year than in the previous two years combined. All right. Yeah. So a little bit before. And now yeah, there's this podcast get... that I listen to called The Cigar Authority, and somehow it's gotten me smoking more cigars. And that's how it happens. Yeah. So how, how did we find? How did you find us? Through, through Ed. Okay. So yeah, Ed actually reached out to me. He's a listener of my tech show. And Ed reached out to me and said, hey, uh, I'd like to talk about cigar tech. Well, that's not how it started, Oh, Jim. well, okay. Let, me, let right. me correct you. Uh, okay. Trouble in paradise. I <laughs> heard you talking on the show about oh. smoking flavored cigars. Oh, that's true. That's true. And I that's said, let, let me send you a real cigar. He did. So he sent me some some real cigars. All right. And that, uh, that kind of began that. And, and he, he explained to you that we do a podcast yeah. about cigars. Yeah. He said, you, you should listen to it. And so I, I jumped in and, and, uh, and started listening to you guys about a year ago. All right, so yeah. this is this is great. So you've been listening for a year, so we're going to find a lot of this stuff out. What do you like for cigars as far as strength profile? Yeah, I'm kind of a medium guy, a little bit like you, I think. Right. Although I smoked a Neanderthal. Yes. 
with Ed yesterday in the you smoke. Can I say that in the car? You yeah. can. It's not illegal. <laughs> it's what we do. It's not illegal. It's what we do on a regular basis. Yeah, not yeah. and you didn't smoke one cigar for the week. No, you no. smoked. We we smoked a few. I'm, we lost track. I think. I didn't. But yeah, yeah. didn't How you many? smoke four, at, four? Yeah, four or five. Four or I five. Think. By the end of the night, I was. I, that was a little more than I think I was ready for, but but we're back today, so well, I'm excited to get back today. I yeah. know I know you haven't lit up today, but Ed has a, had a few already. I had uh, I had one earlier. The fifth. This is the fifth. Already oh fifth because I'm I'm pre gaming. <laughs> I'm yeah. over smoking today. <laughs> but I'm um, chewing. You, yeah, you're going to definitely smoke two cigars today for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have you on the whole show, yeah. and we're going to have you on the after show because that gives you a chance to beat us up even more. Yeah. And you you know the show, you hear it. We. I don't want to say we like getting beat up, but we're, we yeah, encourage it. We're okay with it. Yeah, I think so. We encourage so. it, which I don't know if is, is a good thing, but we're going to get into all that. But the first cigar we're going to smoke today, uh, what is this, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is the All Saints Dedication, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by All Saints Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is the 5 by 50 5 Robusto called Berkey, and it features a San Andreas Mexican wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $9.49, while a box of 20 is $185.99. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, try 2GuysCigars.com. That's the number 2, GuysCigars.com. I got to tell you, I... Is it part of the care package? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, don't I don't, I don't you think work there? In. Yeah, well, I was on vacation when they packed them up. I don't think I saw this one in the care Okay, package. so this is not part of the care package. Oh, my gosh. It, I appreciate this every week. I think it is. Oh, okay. I could have been. I I could be wrong. All right, chat room. Let me know. Was this part of the care package? But I appreciate it every week when Pino checks in and says, "Good afternoon, gentlemen, and Mister J." (laughs) Every week, (laughs) it's this regular thing. So this is the Berkey. Do you know why? I'm assuming they're named after uh, nicknames of people he knows or something. That's right. An owner of a cigar shop that Mm -hmm. he started. This we're talking about Mickey Peg. Mm -hmm. This is his brand, and. Dece- what, what did you call this? Dedication. Dedication instead of dedication. Right. They use the uh, with the tilde and all of that. Oh, so really? I decided dedication. To put- yes. So I've been saying dedication. Yeah, stick with it. Yeah. It works for you. Yeah. Dedication. Well, I, you I, can I, pronounce dedication. You can't pronounce the other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You could spell it. And for, <laughs> I can. I can. And uh, every, it, is, <laughs> I see. it is part of the care package. It is, yeah. Uh, and you should know that. <laughs> even, if you, even if you take vacation, it's part of the show. So you're on vacation. Right. You don't need to do You're not Dave, on vacation today. But Dave, I get the care I had package. it right, and I second-guessed I myself, known which was my mistake. So. So this yes, is, you get the camp. This isn't looking too professional so far. <laughs> yeah, so so did, did we give this to our? Yeah, I don't know. So right away, this you know, kind of bashing each yeah, other and yeah, yeah. good or bad. Yeah, it's, it can be good. It depends. It's like, not good in this case, but it well, can yeah, be good. It could be if you could pull it off, right? <laughs> it, it depends, right? I mean, if your audience is used to it and if they like it and if it if it continues to flow and it doesn't go on too long. I mean, we have a cigar to smoke. So it's Jonathan's job right now to say, hey, are we going to smoke the cigar or not, right? Well, okay. Are we? But yes, the audience knows that. They're waiting for it. They're waiting ah. for it. So that's good. All right. Yeah. All right. And anybody out here listening that has their own podcast, listen to what's going on here and and figure it out for your podcast. And if you don't have a podcast, why don't you have a podcast? It doesn't have to be on cigars. It should be on something. We'll get into that. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... 
cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So that little snap that we do, that just happened naturally one day. It's not actually in the notes. It just happened, and it never stopped. Is that okay? Yeah, well, I think a lot in a lot of podcasts, those kinds of things that come uh, organically, those kinds of things that come out of the show are the best. Like oftentimes they end up sticking the longest. Mm. They end up being around the longest. When you manufacture things, they oftentimes they won't work as well as the little, you know, the little pieces from within. You'll know that by your chat room, by the way, right? When your chat room starts asking you, hey, why didn't you? Mm. Like, oh, you forgot to do the, yeah, right? They you used know, to it. yeah, you know those those are the engagements. Okay. Yeah. So we're cold drawing the cigar in advance. You got your tasting wheel. If you don't have it, just go on the cigarauthority.com and click give me my free tasting wheel and we'll give it to you. Yeah. I, I, um, so it's I, it's probably not on here, but I'm this guest, so I get to go off a little bit. But okay. the little licorice for me on this, yeah. on the cold draw, okay. it is on. You there. know, is it? Boom. Did I get yeah, it? Okay, yeah, a little, a little licorice, yeah, little spice to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, an amateur would say a little spice. Then you get into more of a professional that's been listening to Cigar Authority for a year. <laughs> you go into licorice. And then yeah. what we're going to do in the future with this is this is going to go another step, and it's going to get into authority. Nice. And and you know when you end up saying you take the cellophane off the licorice, you put it in a little salt, you <laughs> blow the salt off it, then you eat the licorice or whatever. Yeah. You know that. when you take you you take your ball gag and you push the ball <laughs> off to the side, and you get a little bit of that leather while, yep, while you're eating barbecue potato chips. <laughs> that's that's the flavor. Um, Dave. Mickey Pegg supports you. He says that he also just says dedication. All right, good. Then why'd you put dedication on the band? You should just put dedication. I, it was probably a miscommunication right. with the band printer. Because, because now we talk about it, and look how long we spent saying the name of his brand over and over. Right? And if it's you look name. on the band, there's a, there's a Latin saying, which I won't attempt to pronounce. But Go ahead, attempt had, it just for no, fun. No, I'm not going to do that. So when Mickey was on, he let us know that it means uh, the Lord hates a coward. Ah, and that, that probably carries over the podcast thing. If there you're too go. scared to do a show, you're being a coward. Yeah, just do, do it. Just do it. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Drone. The Vertigo Drone is a full metal jacket, single action. You press the button down, the lid opens, two jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Click down, two things happen at the same time, dual action. That is single action. <laughs> and the flip-out bullet punch at the bottom, all for the low price of 1999. That's the Vertigo drone. Dave, we're lucky to have Mickey in the chat room because he explains the confusion by saying he was drinking. Ah, <laughs> there he is. So uh, happy anniversary to Mickey Peg because this brand, as far as I know, or I'm going to go with it anyway, is one year old right now. So it's a perfect cigar to end up smoking anyway. And as luck would have it, here's a guy that was in the cigar business for a long time, got out of it for quite a long time. So happy to see you back, Mickey, that he, he comes back into the cigar industry with his own brand finally. And all of a sudden, 2020 hits and COVID-19 and no travel and all the stuff that he was going to shine if he, if he did ends up going away. So it's year one and... Unfortunately, it's probably like starting month, over. Month, yeah, yeah, it's like it doesn't even count. But this cigar is getting attention. It's already getting attention. People are going to it after they've, you know, tried one cigar. They've come back and you see, wow, I really like that. You're starting to hear the comments. Yeah. So it's already getting attention, despite he's not able to do what he does best. And uh, we got to get him up here uh, with us. And and he was on the show back on March fourth. Yeah. March 
I remember that because it happened to be my birthday. Okay. So. Happy birthday. And happy birthday to Mickey <laughs> Peck for one year. Happy belated birthday. That was March 4th of this year? This year. Okay. So. All right. This year is just like crazy. Man. It, I, yeah, can't, I can't even tell what's going on. March 4th is like 1980. Yes. Right. <laughs> and anything that happened <laughs> pre-COVID. Is Reagan still president? <laughs> wow. So, okay. Um, getting taste of the cigar. Yeah. Anything before you rip us up and tell us what's wrong, you tell us what you're tasting so I can tell you you're wrong. Just to get it out of my no, system. No, right on. I'm <laughs> going to stay in that spice area and and kind of and actually maybe that wood vanilla for me that wood vanilla combo at the very top of the wheel there. So there he is. Plenty spice, little vanilla, and and kind of a wood after. You know, maybe as it's coming out, it's a little more woody, maybe a little more vanilla going in. And the official one—the official one-year anniversary is November first. Okay, which is All Saints Day. Ah, oh, okay, all right. You so we're see what smoke, you fucking asshole. Let's see what you did there. <laughs> a little better than smoke, Ed. Yeah, smoke. yeah. Nope, it's it's happening here. You're getting it. Okay, so Jim, uh, first off, what makes you the authority on podcasting? Why should I be even paying attention to you? That you're going to tell us what's wrong. Yeah, let's see your credentials. Yeah, okay. So you, you mentioned it in the beginning. I do a podcast with Dave Jackson, yeah. award-winning Hall of Famer Dave yes. Jackson. I don't have any of those credentials, but I do maybe guilty by association. So every Saturday for the last five or six years, uh, Dave and I have gotten on 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern, and right before your show, actually, which works out Which perfect. is good, so we're allowed to say it, because yeah. if you went head-to-head against you, we couldn't be no. having this conversation. No, I would, <laughs> would never got invited on yeah. the program, right? Yeah. Like, nah, he's a competitor. Uh, uh, but oftentimes I'll come and listen to the show after we're done with Ask the Podcast Coach. And so great opportunity to do both. But um, five or six years with Dave, I've been uh, podcasting about 12, 10 of my own. So Home Gadget Geeks, uh, yes. which is a show that I do as well. It's 10 years old in December. And then um, I actually do it as vocation as well. So I've probably got fifteen or 1,600 podcasts under my belt over the last wow. 10 years. So if you start doing the math, it's two or three a week. And during uh, during COVID... I was doing five or six a week wow. uh, during those times. There was just such high demand. You guys know your numbers yeah. went out during yeah, COVID. Yeah, sure. Just such high demand uh, that we were doing a lot of podcasting during that time. So, And people are going on to that show and they're saying, I'm having problems with this or this yeah. doesn't work or how should I do that? And, and live, you're, yeah, you're, you're we answering. are. And it's not as much troubleshooting. It's actually a lot like Cigar Authority in a lot of ways. We've collected, and I think your audience is this way too, we've collected a, a very engaged group of individuals who come on every week and are a part of our community. We've just extended that community to to a global community around the world of people who listen, right? It's the power of podcasting. You get this opportunity to say things and people anywhere can listen, right? And so we have a very dedicated audience that comes in and, and we get ultra nerdy. Jonathan was busting my balls earlier about getting getting nerdy on these things. And this gets very nerdy. I mean, we get into hard drive specifications or NAS devices or how to set up your Wi-Fi, you know, your your mesh Wi-Fi. Some I'm not a bully, guys. but I wanted to give him a wedgie right when I saw him <laughs> yeah. take his lunch money on principle. And he wants to beat him up. I don't know about you, but I'm a little turned on. <laughs> wow, the roles have reversed. Yes. No, it's perfect as hey, it is. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you say, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority for 
a year. Yeah, a year probably, and in, in especially during COVID, I really, you know, the one of the things I think you guys did great during COVID was that head-to-head comparison of cigars, right? We needed some things to, like, there was no sports. Yeah, something so to do, yeah. yeah we, the sport no, of cigar smokers. We needed something to kind of bet against or bet for, right? It kind of filled that need, and so I joined you guys, and, and those were the shows. Typically, I get done with Ask the Podcast Coach and have some post-production things to do, and so I'll catch you a little bit later. Um, I actually spend uh, a couple some time with Ed too. We do a virtual kind of cigar meetup together, just the two of us spending some time smoking cigars. Just the two of us. He'll give us. Uh, don't quit your head, your day job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, he's a mean guy. We'll, I like him. He's just warming up. <laughs> I like it. Here he comes. We'll, um, you know, and so, uh, I, but it's been great to get, because I get Ed's opinion on what you guys are doing here as well. And so I get to see a little bit of behind the scenes with All him. Right. And then he's been teaching me about this. So as a new, I, I'm new to cigars, guys. I, I'm still kind of learning uh, the ins and outs of this. And so to get kind of some of that information, to get somebody to help me with it, Dave, I know you do some events here too, yeah. where people can come in and sure. do cigar tastings. You got to teach them cut. I got to figure these things out. I was giving me a lesson last night on wrappers. Like, I'm not sure I figured out all the terminology like around East Coast versus ra- West Coast. Rapper. <laughs> Cigar wrappers. Yeah, M&M versus that's yeah, probably too old. I, I'm rapper, a Tiger right? guy, as yeah. you know. I don't know anything. And it's true. He quotes the words when he comes into Nashua. We'll do a head spin. Like, freaks Barry out. What the hell just happened? All right. So you you saw the intro of the show. It yeah. starts off, and I ring a cowbell. Yeah. Then I let everybody know what day it is. Yeah. And then I say what's coming on the show. So let's just take it from the top. What's wrong? So uh, not a lot wrong okay. in that. The cowbell is a little, it can be, I think, a little much for some people. <laughs> it does <laughs> suck. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is for our live audience, too. I hit the cowbell, and everybody's like, but, but it, it's, it's me basically saying, wake up. Yeah. It, it's time to end up doing this. Do I have your attention? I, but yet, they clicked on the button. I know with a podcast, they clicked on the button. They're obviously there to end up doing it, and then they hear yeah. bang, bang, bang. So yeah, let's piss them off right away. Yeah, and, there we go. You I, know, if I happen to be dozing, it wakes me up and gets me ready to produce the show. So that yeah. was the idea behind yeah. it. Yeah, you well, and it's it's one of those things that kind of grows on you. It becomes a uh, radio does this all the time, where they do these, they do these things where they just kind of repeat them on regular intervals, and it kind of teaches and trains people. To, I've I found the right place, right? Your intro music does the same thing. Now I know I'm listening to the Cigar Authority, right? And so at first, though, when the very first time I listened to the show and I heard the cowbell, I was like, you know. What's he doing so what's wrong going, with this guy? What's going on there with the cowbell? It has actually grown on me as time as time. Right? It's again. It's a. But I have to worry about the first time listener. Should I let the cowbell go? It's been it, eleven years. I can let it it's go. Wor- well, it, that's your call. That's your call, Dave. But that's one of those. You could things. try ringing it not directly in the microphone <laughs> yeah. for the rest of us on the panel. I, I uh, think I think it's time to become Elsa and just let it go. And. Let the cowbell go. Let Although go. some of the audience is calling for more cowbell. More cowbell, which is what I thought. <laughs> what this world needs is yeah. more cowbell. Yeah. That's what I was told. Yeah, it's it's definitely a preference thing. Uh, and you're never going to get it Maybe it's right. going to be a question. Yearly survey. Yearly there survey question. We have one right there. Yeah. Cowbell. And you'll but abide by the I will the abide results. by the f- results. So you're stuck with it till like August. That's when we'll do it. That's next, fine. Next uh, it's survey. Been, it's been so many years. <laughs> What's a few more months? Dave, the strongest thing you guys do is you read your intros, right? It's the standard intro every time. And so I watch a lot of podcasters who jump in here and they they just like, hey, what's going on? 
Jonathan? Try to win. <laughs> yeah, they try to wing it, right? They don't so I, I need it. I need yeah. the very beginning to get off and running because the last thing I need to do is hit a brick wall in the first second. Yeah. You know, so just just give me this much, the first line, and yeah. I can go for two hours. But I, yeah. I just need to get a, a shot out there. I was actually super impressed when I first started watching you guys that you had notes on the table. A lot of podcasters are kind of afraid they, they want this kind of perfect – weird studio thing where it just looks perfect every time. And and I think if you ever watched again, if you ever watch radio, they're they have notes everywhere, right? They're not winging it. They yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. have things that yeah. they need to do. And so I think it's very, very smart that you guys have a lot of this scripting. And no, it doesn't they've come off started that way. out that way. It yeah. was like the biggest deal in the world if one word was misspoken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan, you were pretty uptight in the early days. Jonathan, how many times do you think you've read the the your your part of the intro in here, and could you do it from memory? I struggle. I struggle okay. to do it from memory okay. because if something happens in yeah. the middle of it, remembering where I right. was, so I just yeah. have it and I no, read I, it. It's super smart. It's there and it's laminated. It's super smart. <laughs> so I gave you and I've never done this before is give a guest my show notes an assignment. No, I gave him the uh, show notes. I made an extra copy just so that he 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 saw it. But you know, maybe he's going to tell me at the end of this thing. Well, this is what I would do, and I wouldn't put this down here because it sounds like you're reading at this point. Wing that. I don't know where he's going with this, but I'm up. Yeah, so far it's a lot of compliments. I'm kind of disappointed. Well, yeah, a lot of ass kissery right. going on. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming <laughs> All right. up. All right, it's coming up. All right, so you got to step this up when when it comes to that. So your first impression, seeing the show, that it's two hours long. Yeah, it's way too long. Way too long. Yeah, it's way too long by guru standards. So you heard my quote, right? The gurus would say two hours is too long. And, and for some, it probably is. But it is. You're, you're probably missing some audience who just is not going to stay around for two hours. Or they'd even way. see that the show is two hours. I'm not even going to start it. No, that, that's very, very true. They see they put that time in the right-hand corner on YouTube. That's and they, they judge it yeah. immediately from they see it. And I, I get this, by the way. So Home Gadget Geeks is 90 minutes. We're 120 every time. And, or an hour 20 every time. And um, I, I know I'm turning people off. I know I'm missing an audience because it doesn't say 20 minutes or it doesn't say 15 minutes, right? I know I'm missing that. So if you said, should I make a shorter show? I'd say, hell no. Keep doing two hours because that's what I want to listen to. But it is limiting your audience. Yeah. So we have the little after show that's a 20-minute thing. Um, and, you know, uh, I didn't know how well that was going to go because it's audio only. But you asked the question to Ed earlier before we started the show of how the numbers are. It's amazing that the numbers are right there with them. Yep. They're, they're almost yeah. identical what they are. So our audience is carrying on. But that could be a problem, Dave, because you have the same audience. You created that podcast, that 20-minute podcast, yeah. to reach a different audience. It doesn't appear no, to be no. doing that. If, if the well, number was higher. Well, it's in the higher, same podcast catcher, so it can't reach another audience. Yeah. No, but it's I'm, just the yeah. people that subscribed. Yeah, yeah right, but right. no, I think what he was looking for are the ones that are video-only people. Are they going to come over? And they listen did. to the after. Well, no, like maybe they didn't because it's the, the same audio the number. Same. Yeah. The numbers are the yeah. same. But also, where it's a short 20, 25-minute show, whatever it is, is if I saw a big spike of, wow, 30% more people are watching the short show, then I would say you're correct. Yeah. I have to make this show shorter, but that's not the case. I'd move it, though, by the way. I'd move you out of the podcast, out of your two-hour podcast channel. So out of this show's channel now, I think you've done what you've needed to do with it and i'd move it out and make it its own make it its own feed i think there are some folks who are just going to want the 20 minutes because i don't i watch the two hours i delete it every time i don't want to have to delete it every time i just want to listen i want to get on my podcast player and listen to it so mm. i'd love you to split it out 
put it on its See, own. He podcast just thing. wants the twenty minutes because yeah. he already consumed the two hours. I'm watching the two hours on YouTube, so I don't want it in. I don't want it in the, the same feed. I want its own individual feed. That's but what then I am I going to get less? Hits? Yeah, initially. Initially, you All will, right. but you may get more people who were saw the two hours and bailed. And do you want the truth, or do you just want a bigger number? Right, because no, now, I want the truth. Because now it looks like Jim is two different people, right? Because we're counting. No, him. but we're looking at the person that's on the show, and that they are staying on for two hours long. You're not seeing people no, staying off at twenty and gone. No, what what I'm saying is, Jim watches the regular show on YouTube. Because he wants to subscribe to the after show, he automatically gets the regular show downloaded, and he just deletes it. So it's it's not a real li- it doesn't translate into a real listen right. on the podcast, right? Yeah, I think you got big opportunities to move so, it off. Hypothetical question. Own, yeah. So we put that in its own feed. It's a twenty minute show. Yeah. Do you think there's a percentage of people that go, you know what? I listen to twenty minutes. Maybe I got to give the two hour show a shot. Yeah. So you think it could uh, by splitting it, even though it'll hurt in the beginning, it could actually help in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to. It's a risky move. Yeah, you got to promote it quite a bit. Am I the only one who's thinking this is like the new coin story right now? This (laughs) segment has gone on for entirely too long about whether or not we should split it or not. Well, this we're talking about the podcast and how to improve the podcast. Uh, How would you improve the cigar? Wow, Uh, I, I maybe a little sweeter. For me, really, like, uh, yeah, it's and pretty sweet. To listen, me. I, I know, I know, you came that from the flavored world. Yeah, Ed busted on me for this sure. earlier, like flavored cigars, and I know you guys are not in favor of it, but I, I do enjoy a, a sweet, kind of a sweeter cigar from time to time. Right, this has a pleasant spice to it. Yeah, well, you it's might not saying it's bad. You might like uh, the Sober Mesa, Jim, if you like a sweet cigar. Yeah, that's sweet tipped. He says it's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's full of shit. <laughs> But this this has naturally cocoa-ish. Yeah, it does. But it's but it, there's no cocoa, right? It's no. not flavored in any way. No. But you taste those things yeah. that end up happening. It's also so. a little almond sweet, a little almond, mm. like almond extract. Like it's reminding me a little bit of some Christmas cookies that have a little bit you, of the almond. You know extract the in the, it. the one that the cookie that has um, snickerdoodle. Like, no, the spongy <laughs> type of uh, almond. Like a paste inside. Oh. What am I looking at? A- M. That's what an M. Marzipan. Is that it? Yeah. That's marzipan. an almond paste. Yeah, yes. That's marzipan. Jonathan, they're struggling. Tell us your nonsense. What, what do we got? <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> well, first of all, I like that you called it nonsense. Uh, I don't know about almond. I'm, I'm definitely picking up a little bit of spice to it. There's a very a, a subtle hint of sweetness on the finish. All the licorice is gone. Dedication. Yeah, yeah. There's a little, this is this is very on. similar. There's not a lot of cigars, and it's not because it's box pressed and because it's Nicaraguan. There's not a lot of cigars that present Padron esque, but this presents as a Padron esque. If you were to pull another brand out, a legacy brand, this is like a poor man's Padron. And, and I'm going to go against you. The licorice 100% still exists on the retro. Well, there's no ands, ifs, or buts. It's there on the retro hill. I'll, I'll take your word for that, Jim. Do you yeah, retro, how is it? Do you retro hill? How is it on the retro? I'm not then? gonna. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm off that. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. I've retired. I, it, it, listen, I think it's an acquired skill. Yes. Like you can't just you can't just jump in there. Yeah. I think in the you've beginning, it's too much it. pepper. It burns yeah. your nose. You don't know what you're looking at. But over time, the pepper subsides, 
And then and you pick up the aromas and the added flavor notes. And yeah. this, this is adding a lot of flavor on the retro. Yeah. However, it is on the harsher side for a retro. A little bit sting, a little burn. It being a little bit harsher is, is not a knock on the cigar. It's more like, okay, what am I getting after that? Yeah. For additional little, flavor. spicy, sting spicy. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the cigar and and uh you know, look look at the burn line that's on it. It is uh well aged. This is a this is a standout cigar for twenty twenty. It's very good. It's a little yeah, creamy component too. Pay little, attention. There's a to little the cream in there. Maybe maybe like bread crust that Ooh. that you like. Maybe that just came out of the oven. It's got a little butter on top Ooh. of it. Nice. A little split top loaf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nissan split top loaf. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> n- Nissan. No, <laughs> um, Nesson. No, that's a definitely sports yeah, it's a sports network. We're getting to New England, I think. Uh, Barry, what was the price on this? Uh, the price on this was uh, $9.49 a single, $185.99 a yeah, box. It's, it's priced right. This is named after David Berkebile from a cigar shop in um, Washington, D.C., Mickey Peg. I think I'm right, right? This is uh, Berkey. I got to imagine because I know he worked there starting out in the cigar industry where he first started, and I got to imagine this is where it comes from. Hmm. Just a guess, but I'm, I'm Do you thinking. think that he named the cigar after that guy after smoking it and said it has a little <laughs> spice to it? It's a, it's I, a little I, aggressive. I, I know and how this guy I know is a little how, aggressive. I know how he thinks. And I there's, think. There's four sizes. Three of them are box press, and uh, I believe it's the 60 ring gauge that's traditional round Vitola. Yeah. And have you found that to be dip, different? Have you yeah, done? I find it 100% different. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a Cuban sandwich pressed versus non-pressed. It tastes different once it's pressed. All right. I see some ginger ale here on, on the table, and I want to get to that. Yeah. Uh, should we do that after the break? Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. And uh, right now, let's go to break. And when we come back, uh, what are the next steps for the Cigar Authority? Uh, where do we go from here? It's time to improve the show. We must change, and we're going to do that when we come back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods, meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Hank Kellner and my son, Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back with podcast coach Jim Collison because we're trying to improve the Cigar Authority podcast right in front of your own ears. Welcome back, everybody. want to remind you once again, it's the third time I'm doing it, but uh, before you know it, it's going to be too late. Please subscribe to the Cigar Authority on YouTube um, because they're kind of shutting us down on the CigarAuthority.com where they're not going to let us have that feed there because they want to make sure that you're of age to be able to hear this because God forbid somebody under 21 hears us talking. Because they all want to hear our nonsense, right? right? which they don't even want to hear anyway, so that's an important... So, so Jim, that's something that happens here in the Cigar Authority also, that we have different rules and regulations yeah. against us because yeah. we're tobacco. Well, and you're missing a huge opportunity with YouTube, I, I think. You don't say or ask people to like comment or subscribe enough on youtube like i think it's really really important those engines are what drive those three areas are what drive traffic and because they're on the chat box that doesn't count correct yeah chat is really kind of and you know you have your own chat on cigarauthority.com and you're using the youtube chat maybe some facebook but what really really helps on youtube so if you're listening on youtube right now you should absolutely be hitting that thumbs up button because you're there why not it helps you it costs you nothing zero right thumbs up baby give it to me i'll give you a bell all right, so we're even. <laughs> they absolutely the need to subscribe, like on YouTube. Absolutely, yeah, subscription going, drives going every everything. week, everywhere. It's going to help, yeah. the visibility of the show, yeah. apparently, or whatever. And I don't think you need to. You, you need to say it more like, and and don't forget if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a comment while you're there. It can be that fast. Okay, every segment should have that in it. It's that important right, right. now that you're doing that. And okay. Yeah. Ed Doherty thinks you were thinking of macaroons with the almond. Okay, it's exactly what I was thinking about. A bell for you. I'm just <laughs> passing these out like... Just giving them away hey, like candy. That's it. That's more bells than I've heard in a year. Yeah, we I, don't, I don't remember macaroons having a paste inside them. No, it's a soft cookie. You're eating the wrong ones. It does have some almond taste to it. Yeah, for exactly years. what I was thinking. But marzipan is almond paste. They use that for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom, little rest in peace, used to eat macaroons... Like crazy. Get in there, John. They're awesome. Get it. You get can't it. have years. any. Barry's still on a diet. That's like. It's, a, it's that's, impossible. That's it's the, impossible. They're on a food topic. <laughs> no one can fucking talk. That's right. So they're done and they're full, which isn't going to happen because yeah. there's nothing to eat up here. <laughs> there is something to drink. Yeah. Can something we drink the ginger ale and maybe he'll shut up and let me get a word in edgewise? All right. So I want to taste the cigar. We're smoking the All Saints Dedication or Dedication. Can I ask Jim a question? Would that no. be okay? No. No. Taste the cigar for a second. Because now we're going to add something to it, which is going to change the flavor because we went through this, right? It's going to. Okay. Hey, Jonathan's a full-on believer now of pairing. Yeah. There's a digital sign oh, outside of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and it now talks about pairing. Yes, yes. And he's the I'm one. I'm a convert. <laughs> I'm a convert. He, he converted. I am as well, Jonathan, by the way. I am a big fan of pairing. Like I, with both food and alcohol, sodas, whatever. I think there's a lot of opportunities in smoking cigars to pair them with other things. So stay after it. Don't right. don't let these purists, yeah, Jonathan, do so that. So for years, Dave railed against 
monitoring the chat room. Yeah. And I hear on your podcast, you guys, your show is Ask the Podcast Coach, so you need the chat room. Yeah. How valuable is interacting with your chat room on a podcast like ours? Yeah, for me, it's it's paramount. It's number one. I couldn't do it without the chat room. I couldn't. I have, in fact, I'm having trouble focusing. I want to keep looking over <laughs> at Barry's monitor to look at the chat room because it's so important. Dave, I think that's an opportunity for you, by the I way. I should be chatting? No. Because I, I can't chew gum and walk at the same time. I don't think I can do it's it. It's true. I've seen him try. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not <laughs> drooling on, on himself. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Dave, maybe, maybe not you, but find a way to bring more uh, listener participation in the show from the chat. Well, so Barry's doing it. He's looking at something, and Ed's looking at the other thing. And I say to them, if there's ever something, throw it out Uh, there. But they usually at break, you see at break, they came out and said, oh, so-and-so said this and this and this. It's okay for them to actually bring it up during the show. And I think I've done it at least three times in the first segment. So Yeah, well, but I think think you still have more opportunities on that to do it and do it well. You think so, but Um, if I interrupt Dave every minute with something from the chat room. (laughs) No, good stuff only. But I know. No, that's what I try to you do. You mean like Ed Ryan, the United Cigar Rep in the Pacific Northwest, uh, in the movement of hashtag Save the Cowbell? Save the Cowbell. <laughs> Ed Ryan, new, new rep over there in yeah. uh, in like Washington State uh, area. Yeah, something. Washington, Oregon. Ed Ryan, congratulations, Ed Ryan. A C- couple weeks ago, I was listening to the show, you and and Ed read a comment I made, and you responded to it. Um, that how did that make you feel? Great, really? Oh, <laughs> you that they, yes. you have your own shows and yes. everything, and you, you still did something. Dave, for you. People love to hear their things on. Well, they love to hear their chat. So did I when Ed Sullivan said to me, "Oh my God, they mentioned you on um, yeah. the yeah. on the show of uh, Ask the Podcast Coach." I said, "Oh, I want to hear it," and then he played it, yeah. and it was, "Yeah, he's doing everything wrong," and I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 Dave, did, did you tell your mom to watch you on TV today? Yes. On TV. Ask the Podcast yes, Coach. Yes, on TV. <laughs> yeah. she Because th- she watches it on YouTube, and she thinks that's TV because she doesn't even have a <laughs> cell phone. So 90 years old. And she says, oh, I saw you on TV. And Yeah. You know, well, I'm not sure Ed reading the, the headless or the, the, you know, we don't ever see Ed. And I'm not sure him reading the chat is the best way to do it. There may be some other ways for you to engage where the chat shows up you know, on the screen. Or- 99% of the people listen to this show and don't actually watch it, though. Yeah, but YouTube's getting more powerful in that It way. is. It doubled up yeah. since yeah. COVID. Well, it doubled. Jim, maybe if he had a bigger monitor, that would make sense. I think we're working on that. Oh, right? Jesus. I think we're working on that. More work for me. Awesome. <laughs> Keep going down that road, Jim. He said it's ridiculous. What other work can I give you, Jonathan? <laughs> So yeah. listen, the monitor can't go down at all. It's just got to go up. We can't make it Jonathan, down. size matters. So size I'm just going to say, size right. matters, and it's a little small. Can we go 70 inches? He's heard that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's heard that before. It's not It's not new to him. Um, so doing YouTube, as a podcaster, doing YouTube and Facebook Live at the same time do, doing the show, yeah. you're okay with that. Yeah. So some yeah. purists are saying, you know, an RSS feed is a podcast. Yeah. This is not this. And now, we're going to get really nerdy. Go ahead, Jonathan. You were going to say something. <laughs> well, I, I think I can. I think I can nerd out with you a little bit. Yeah, on good, this good, one. good, good. The it, we have a podcast. We have an RSS feed, yeah. and in addition to that, we have YouTube and Facebook. Therefore, we are a podcast. So yeah. anyone who's saying we're not, you can kiss my ass. We got the RSS feed. 
we just happen to have other ways of consuming the show. And some people, I don't know why, but they like to watch this. Yeah. Joe, Joe Rogan doesn't have an RSS feed. He does not. And is he a podcaster? It doesn't matter. He's an influencer. <laughs> He's got $100 right? million. Dollars. He yeah. doesn't care what you call well, it. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, and, and they found, they, they made video on Spotify for him. Right. So yeah. right. that's a podcast yeah. as far as I'm right. concerned. Well, it's influence. I like to use that word influence, right? You guys are doing this to influence people to smoke more cigars. Right, that's why you do this. What you do, so it doesn't matter what we call it or how they find it. the The trick is they do find it, they engage in with it, and then they they do their call to action. That's what you're. That's what you're trying yeah. to do. And it's, so, are we coming off as we're trying to get people to smoke more cigars? Because really, it isn't what we're trying to do. We're trying to make you enjoy the cigars you smoke better. Yeah, no, right not on. necessarily. Hey, sometimes it's two at once and all that. I understand. <laughs> I joke about. Hey, we double sales right now. They're smoking two cigars at the same time. But the idea is, I really believe that now that you've listened to the Cigar Authority for a year, you enjoy cigars more than you did before. Yes. That was the yes. idea of what to happen. Well, and so not- this is good for the entire cigar industry, not necessarily for us, but the industry, for people to understand what cigars are about. Because it's not like that flavored cigar you were smoking. It's not like vape or cigarettes or anything. It's a different world, right? Yeah. You know yes. what I'm going to do? Because this is never going to happen. I'm going to open up this can. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> hey, well, let me let me use this as an example. So okay. last week in the chat room, there was a discussion going on in the Google chat about Verner's, right? And so Verner's is a, a ginger ale okay. that's available in the Midwest, super popular. One of your listeners mentioned it. I heard it, right? I knew he was coming on the show. And so I, we're able to say, hey, you, the audience participation in the chat room matters because we're listening. I think that's the most important, the, the important part of it. So in and, the- And who was that? that I, think it's Jim, that? I think it was Jim Miller. That's, okay. That's, well, that's that. very good. I, was, I threw that at you because I thought you didn't know. That's I, very good. And, and I could be wrong. I'll just be I, honest. J- I, Jim is I who I've talked to the most. Correct. And yeah. I want you to know I'm, I'm very annoyed and I'm insulted. And how come you didn't pick up a diet one? Because uh, diet sucks. Very yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So I'm going to share this because uh, especially as Jonathan's gotten into the pairings, this is just one of those things. We don't have to spend a ton and of time on it, but I, I think it's important. Color off it by you. Yeah. You don't smell what you're putting your nose right in like Jonathan's doing. You Co- wave it by you. And color-wise, that's a darker than a yeah. Canada dry. It's a golden ginger ale. Yeah. We talked about it's golden very ginger golden. ale. Yeah. yeah. Looks like uh, the ginger was a little dehydrated. What does that mean? Go to the bathroom, you dehydrate it. It's a little bit darker in color. <laughs> oh, well, thank, thanks for making it more appealing. <laughs> yes. Very different than I thought it was going to taste. Creamy. Yeah, it's almost a cream soda. And it changes the profile of the cigar a little bit, right? Jonathan, what are you tasting in there now? It takes. Gonna... It took the creamy component I was getting earlier out and really makes the... The peppery spice come out. Yeah, that that the peppery spice, came spice out even is stronger. It's Canceled going, the creaminess. It's narrowed right into black pepper at this mm. point. And yeah. Andic says uh, diet burners is better than the regular. Really? Yeah. So that makes Size you matters. right. We'll never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sad. Look, he just to say he's, he doesn't get sure. Play yeah, I feel left you're out. Sure. <laughs> you're sure. I could uh, next time. I'll be more. I'll it, be more. It's like I sensitive. thought people from the Midwest were more hospitable than this. No, Barry. <laughs> honestly, he just didn't believe you were going to stay in your diet this long. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it wrong that I'm enjoying this? <laughs> no, <laughs> Barry. If it's any consolation, it's not great. It is great. I was it's, trying to make him feel better. Yeah, no, no, you were. Thank you, John. It's awesome. <laughs> Burners Boy, is pretty. It's, it's not ginger ale at all. No, not not as we know it. It's, it's like, a, it says ginger ale right on the can. It's yeah. effervescent bubblegum, is what it is. It tastes <laughs> like bubblegum. Bubble it's why it's popular. 
And it, it's not bubble gum either. It's you get Topps yeah. baseball cards. Oh yeah, and you open them out and you lick the powder, powder. off oh. the bubble gum. No, yeah. Not even that. You and then it add off the an effervescence to it. That's what's going on here. It's unbelievable. I've never tasted anything like this. It's pretty great. It's pretty good stuff. We so we add um, cannon blasts. So Captain Morgan cannon blast. No, <laughs> I know there's not everybody's a drinker in here, but we take Captain Morgan cannon blast, add a shot, and we call it a salty pirate. And that with a cigar is amazing because huh. wow. you get the spices, you get the spices from the cannon blast. Yeah, you get the smoothness of the Verners. You're a Captain then, Morgan's fan. I am. They're coming out with a gingerbread for the holidays. Oh, there we Captain go. Morgan gingerbread. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it! I chose the wrong time to start a diet. There's <laughs> never a good time. Yeah, it's, no. it's no. a lifer now. You're a lifer. Yeah. It's been three weeks, but I'm trying. Hey, to I, just, hey, on the I joined a gym. Oh my god. <laughs> So if so we don't see have, Barry have, on the show, joined, have you week. shown up at the gym yet? Uh, I, the day I joined, which was Thursday, rode the bike, take a day or two off, go back. This way, I don't worry about so muscles you, I've never used before. So you did ride the bike? Yes, I did. How was it? Yeah, my legs hurt the next morning. How about the seat? Where's the seat? Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was having a wedgie. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, don't fat people go oh, to the gyms? What's up with these seats? Let's follow this. <laughs> the disappearing seat. <laughs> the I mean, audience likes it. Let's, 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 like, let's the pass out this from is a good part now. of the audience. You can right, see if, right. you, if you connect oh, it. So now, I'm imagining they're laughing at home. Now, Barry, would they allow a, a guest videographer there? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I want to know what your workout outfit looks like. Uh, right now, I'm just going Spandex. In okay, so now let's get to it. If, if you were us, what would you change first on the show? I don't like your backdrop. Just to be honest, you don't like. I the don't. Actor. And you it, know what that cost? I know. <laughs> My God, <laughs> Dave never expected this. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So again, it's a, it's a visual. I don't. It is, and it's it's pretty, but it it from a lighting perspective, and when you're watching it on YouTube, it's very distracting. And so, if it were me, if you were asking for my opinion on this, I'd tone these colors down some to make it a little. You don't have to take it all away, but I take I take a little bit away. It doesn't drop into the subtle we're gonna, space. We're gonna yeah. do we're gonna do yeah. it a break. We're gonna tone it down a break, and you're gonna look at it, and you can look at the screen to see where you are now, and then I'm gonna do it because it's only a knob. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I think I've watched it. On How about color wise? Blue. We got blue, red. We can do any color. We can do anything. Yeah, I think just more neutrals, and and, and I don't I don't know the exact color. I put. We did I, white. I test once. some things out. Yeah, and, and we didn't like that. Um, we played around with some grays, you remember, for one of the shows, and mm. it had sort of a classy look to it, but yeah. that's not us, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse, so uh, that's okay. But uh, let's get to the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Today, your voice sounds like... Elmo or Kermit the Frog? Which one would you choose? And so you got to have that voice forever. Forever. That's going to be. And you're a podcaster. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's that's what we do, right? We podcast, and you have Elmo, or you have Kermit. There's the only Frog. one answer, because Elmo has never br- had the news. He's never broadcasted the news, and Kermit the Frog has. So I, I got to go with Kermit. Would I get the hand movements like him, too? You can do whatever you want with your hands, but your <laughs> voice is stuck, Kermit. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kermit. you got to go Kermit. Didn't they like have a kick me Elmo or some stupid <laughs> toy? <laughs> and you, it you was know, annoying. Do you know who the voice is of Kermit the Frog? No. It's Frank like, Oz. Frank Oz. Mm. 
You know, any idea? Was he the wizard? No, he was on um, the Blues Brothers when he mm. was got got out of prison, and he was ah. giving him back his wallet and his um, his stuff that he got, and listened to his voice, and that's Kermit the Frog. Man, people tuned in to get some cigar knowledge, and then you no. just drop these bombs on. Well, that's important stuff and anything. Yeah, he, but he also uh, does Miss Piggy. Jim, you haven't weighed in on yes. this yet. Yes, Kermit for sure. It's yeah, Kermit. it's Kermit. Yeah, the almost Kermit. creepy. Almost a little creepy to me. I was always kind of creeped out by him. Anyways, the doll, it all. So, yeah, Kermit for sure. Yeah, all right, Just looking for what the right sound is. The chat oh, yeah. room's all Kermit. I haven't seen an Elmo. Nobody wow. wants to be Elmo. And uh, it, they're also saying it was Jim Henson when uh, Sesame Street first started and it became Frank Oz. Okay. There you go. All right. So Jim Henson transitioned or they just got a different guy for the voice? I think he died. Yeah, I think he passed away. Oh, it's yeah. a transition yeah, of sorts. It is. It's a tough one, but it's a transition. <laughs> so what about our logo, the Cigar Authority logo? Something I've been wanting to change for a long time. Yeah, it's too complicated. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there's too much there's too much action in it. And it's very personal to you. I get that, right? I, it, there's there's a, a personal feeling. You had it from the very beginning. But it doesn't, merch in, it doesn't get on merch, as the YouTubers like to say. It doesn't make for good merch. Okay. So you have a um, one of your advertisers on um, – the Ask the Cod podcast coach yeah. actually does these he things does. for podcasters. Yep. He does. And I can get a hold of him you and could. say, okay. And tell him you heard about it on Ask I, the Podcast Coach. I, I, yeah. and, and maybe there's some sort of code or something. Podcastbranding.co, I think, is his, his website. And yeah, but Dave wants a discount code. <laughs> no, I want a code so you guys can. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that for All you. All right. But, but yeah, you, I think you could use some. I've heard Jonathan mention this before. I think it is hard, sometimes it's hard to put on a hat or put on a shirt. It's get, it gets busy, especially on a shirt. It gets too busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it matters, right? Yeah. yeah, it does. Well, all of the stuff matters. If it's yeah. cool cigar merchandise, you can move a lot of merch. I don't know. Yeah. You I know what, you I, what I found with merchandise in the cigar industry? It's always free. Yeah. Because you buy a box of cigars, you get this, you get that. So you, anything ever comes out and everybody says, oh, give it to me for free. Give it to me for free. And that becomes a problem because it's expensive. Much, yeah. YouTubers are moving a lot of merch right now. They yeah. are moving at $19 or $24 a t-shirt. Yikes. So my my daughter just bought a Taylor Swift long sleeve, forty four dollars. <laughs> wow. But that's Taylor Swift. I, no, I know. But yeah. there's some cigar smokers that would probably appreciate. A, I've I've heard no guys. more than no less than three people refer to you as the Taylor Swift of cigars. So I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could probably move some merch. Wow, so I got that going on. You do the average guy TV. Yeah, that's the that's the main website, and I really started that to uh, help because I thought you know back you know ninety five ninety seven in those years technology was hard. Like if you were the average guy and you tried to run a computer, it was, you know, it was terrible. It was a terrible experience. Us tech guys had to help every people, uh, help people get this done. And, I wanted to do it, it for the, way, the average guy. The average guy. Yeah. No. So here's the commonality we have. When I opened Two Guys Smoke Shop, yeah. that was the whole idea of it because there was uppity cigar shops that you felt uh, stupid walking yeah, into, right. they're asking place. the question. Yeah, and right. the whole idea of us was you go in there and it was the average guy, basically, just two yeah. guys. Yeah. And instead of bow ties or, or ties, our shirts are opened up on our logo and stuff. And it yeah. was, we're just the regular regular guys that actually smoke cigars, too. So that's interesting. Now, that And uh, Dave, before you get too excited, mm -hmm. if you tune into the average guy, you're going to 
feel bad because you'll say, well, I'm not even average. Not I a, can't follow I this at all. I did. I well, tried. Here's what happens <laughs> with that. Here's what happens with that brand or that idea is you start that way for the average guy, but then you attract people who get better and the whole group moves up to now super users, right? They're super cigar smokers. Yes. And it's hard. I, I find it's hard then after a year or two for the average guy to break back in again. I think you have to constantly be bringing it back constantly bringing it down like, us too yeah i think so i think sometimes okay. it gets a little technical on this yeah. right and it's my like, cigar's not burning right did you light it <laughs> <laughs> no well try lighting it no but we may just throw the word maduro out there or something we do. for an instant and assume you know what it is yeah and, and we have i to, don't i'll be don't. honest no i i ed and we, i spent some time talking about rappers and know. fillers and i was like and I, you've been listening for a year and you and i i say it all the time and we have no well that's but, terrible i'm sorry i, I had no idea <laughs> But to be honest, Dave, I I align with Jonathan's crazy descriptions of things. <laughs> his insane, like licking the inside of you know of, of a of a of a wrapper. But I uh, I um I can understand those as as the average cigar smoker. I understand those flavors. I haven't tasted cedar. Like I'm not chewing on you know I can uh, you, you guys joke about Chinese pea pods right I've had Chinese pea pods right I know what cinnamon tastes like right yeah, yeah. and put those two yeah. together oh and shit he's gonna try to fucking cinnamon through. Chinese pea pods <laughs> that's what this is that was a setup yeah I no, like no, no, speaking of plate I've usually yeah. pushed them away speaking of setups yeah. uh, we have this running joke where anytime someone does a good segue. Yeah. It, it doesn't appear to count unless at least two people point out <laughs> yeah, that, that it was a segue. segue. We're just surprised. <laughs> should some... we keep that in there as the running joke or should we be more professional and just, I don't know, segue every once in a while? <laughs> How long has that been going on? <laughs> years. 11 years? <laughs> it's probably time to move on. Okay. <laughs> just He's the professional. Go. We got to go with what he no, says. When, when it's a good one, it's like we got to let everybody know that we just did something right. There are those things, though, that become a, a staple in your show that no matter what, you want to leave them in because people, they wait for those things to happen. Uh, you know, I have an advertisement at the end of one of my programs and I, I skipped it one time. And in the chat room, they were like, hey, whoa, 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 where's the, you know, where's this advertisement? <laughs> and so you can't, even though they joke about it, there that, that does create audience and engagement. That, a yeah. lot of that is because it's a host-read ad, right? Yeah, so it's right. not just a canned advertisement. You talk about HelloFresh, right. and we got this this week, and you talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I like this. I like that part about it. This was that. I mean, Jonathan, one of the things you could do, you know your intro inside and out. But you could add in little bits, and you do this from time to time. You can dance around it a little bit, make it a little bit different, but it's still the Dave same. Dave will thing. hit him. And when it comes to dancing, Dan, well, Jonathan is a no, dancing queen. <laughs> if I interrupt him the littlest bit, he's oh, like, he stopped at that word rails. and he goes, What are you doing? You, you spoke while I was trying to say this, yet I'm interrupted through the whole show. Oh, right? yeah. I don't even want to get started about when I start reading the emails and you guys start having a conversation mid email. Because <laughs> the guy said something and, and that is true. it's time to. That is so, true. Just well, tell them no. it's not professional. You, you interrupt so, Jonathan during the emails, maybe a little too much sometimes. Really? Like, let him get through the email. Jim, this is heading towards the show ending as a result yeah. of all your help. I like that. Use it. Yeah, right now you're just making his head get No, bigger. what it is is the second chairs have to stick together. That's what's right. going That's on. Right. When, it, when right. somebody's writing an email and he's reading it, I consider it a debate at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm debating that guy at that moment. And he says, oh, Dave does this or whatever it is, and especially if, it, if it's guided to me. And I say, no, that's no. not true. 
And I got to wait until the thing's Although over to say it, it's pretty predictable because then Jonathan will continue. And now Dave is arguing this, but in <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh my God. Um, so your shows, you you have multiple shows. I do, I do. Okay. And what so are I, they? I do it for a living. But I also, uh, Home Gadget Geeks is the one, the tech show that we talk about. I have one called Cyber Frontiers where we talk about uh, big data and cybersecurity. If you want to get nerdy and get a wedgie, that is the <laughs> quickest way. I feel my underwear going for, up my ass crack right now. <laughs> just uh, thinking about it. Already. And then, of course, I spend a bunch of time with Dave Jackson on Ask Podcast Coach. Okay. Those, are, those are the three main ones that I do. Yeah, he well. said, I, I had not heard Dave Jackson's thing before, and I listened to maybe 10 shows because I was trying to hear the drop that we played at the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I missed it, but but I ended up falling into the show, and he sounds so douchey when he's ex- <laughs> Oh, he's God. Way to win no. him over, buddy. Way by, to win him by over. these two, when, if, with the whole, he's the, the living the legend and all that stuff. Yeah. And he's not douchey at all no, on the right. show. He's very down to earth. He's a great guy. I was blown away by how nice he sounded on the show because this to the, hear this he, is the one show he's listening to the Cigar Authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. is. Now, he's, he's geeking out because he's getting talked about. They, right? they, Perfect. Dave's the nicest guy yeah. you'll ever meet. He sounds he very nice. Everybody helps. He sounds very nice. And, and he and me and Dave, it really isn't. Any insult, it's just, and Dave will tell you himself, it's his branding, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. This is Hall of Famer award-winning podcaster Dave Jackson. So we always use that whole thing. We do. Dave, I, yeah. I was listening to Hall of Fame <laughs> award-winning And podcast. that's why I thought he was a douche, <laughs> yeah, but he's no, not. He's, he's not really a nice guy. Yeah. So that's much like, you know, we do other podcasts that are here, and we had somebody that, you know, his, they were into the show, and we produced it, and they didn't like it. So they came back and ended up doing the intro themselves. And I said, boy, introing yourself kind of sounds douchey because yeah. you're praising yourself <laughs> yeah. and you should have somebody else do it. Nope, yeah. nope. Pay, pay someone else to do it. No. Yeah. And that's what I would say Dave should do. If, if I was to say to, to his thing, somebody should say, here he comes, the award-winning blah, 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 blah. So it's not him doing it. Yeah, it's by, kind of a shtick though, right? It's yeah, kind of a yeah. Shtick. You say you what you say you know uh, the winner of and I forget what the exact uh, four years running yeah best cigar podcast yeah. I mean you guys do that here and yeah. so I think it's good because especially for new listeners I think it's good to throw a few of those in but Jonathan like you said the the for Dave he gets into it and then you find out okay no 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 that's not him at all <laughs> right no he's the he's a humble oh yeah just wants to help people just yep. wants to be helpful. And so to a um, sick degree, yeah, <laughs> and listen, yeah. that's and that's what he does for a living. Yeah. Yeah. That people pay, but he gives it away free all yeah. the time. All he the could time. take huge lessons from you. Maybe we'll talk about that yeah. here a, a little bit later. But yeah. he could take some huge he lessons. Give, from he gives it all have. away for free, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh my god, yeah. because there's gold. But he wrote a book. Would I put the book yeah. somewhere? Anyway, we'll get to that uh, after the break. Uh, final thoughts here on the All Saints dedication. <laughs> this is one that I liked better before the ginger ale. The ginger ale mm. took out some of the creamy components, and I've stopped drinking the ginger ale. The cream is back. Uh, the white, the black pepper has now subsided to white pepper without the ginger ale. It's very, very well balanced by itself. I'd be curious to pair it with something else that's maybe uh, more peppery, like a hot pepper cheese or whatever, to see what happens to the Boy, the, the pepper cheese that we had, and you were graceful enough to bring, you saw how excited I was about the cheese, <laughs> yeah. so I got a whole bunch of cheese brought to me, which is very exciting uh, in itself, but cheese with a cigar 
was, it was a game great. changer yeah. that I have a new thing now. Yeah. So I think Sunday I'm going to chop up some cheese and with the weather's nice or something, sit outside, have some cheese. And You're not going to shit for a week. And Barry, <laughs> you don't have to have crackers. No, some and cheese. cheese is a zero carbs. Yeah. Most cheese. Go. Done almost. So some cheese okay. with, with the cigar, um, especially that sharp mm-hmm. cheese and stuff. But you gave me an array of different cheeses. I did. So I'm going to go through a little thing there tomorrow. And mid- Midwestern cheeses, I wanted to kind of experience what we do out in the Midwest. I gave you a bourbon cheese, so it's a. I saw that, yeah, and that's I I I want to pair that with this. Wow. That would be I so. Is the get cheese kind of like the Midwest, where it's kind of flat and boring, or <laughs> should we accept expect well, something? different? I don't know. We'll have to find out. I, so, uh, what if we did a, another cigar show? Cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Roma Craft Cigars. <laughs> it could be a segment. There we it go. Could it could be, be a, a segment. segment. Okay, from some cheese company. All right, let's take a break, Ed. Um, when we come back, Jim Collins and the podcast coach and gadget geek cigar smoker. We're going to uh, stick with him. He's going to rip us apart and we're going to put all this together and we're going to come up with a new uh, new revised better show uh, next week. What's our weakest link? We're going to find out from him and um, all that and more when we come back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet 
Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back with our number two, and after 11 years now, we are repairing the Cigar Authority. It's never too late with podcast coach Jim Collison, and we're looking for the weakest link 
and lots more. Welcome back, everybody. All right, let's get to it. We got a big cigar to go to for the second cigar. And from what I understand, how we got Jim Collison here was this brand. Is that right, Ed Sullivan? That is 100% correct. I sent Jim a couple of Byrons, one for him, one for his co-host. I don't believe his co-host ever got the second one. Ah, I I could be mistaken (laughs) on that. (laughs) Not after I smoked it the first time. All right. Okay. Um, All right. Tell us exactly what this is, Barry. Well, today's second cigar is what I refer to as the Byron Miso Horny, and it's yeah. actually the Byron Miso Longus, <laughs> and it's manufactured in Costa Rica by Selected Tobacco. The size is 7 by 58 and the tobacco comes from parts unknown. A single cigar will set you back $36, while a box of 25 is $899.99, and if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Me so longest. What does it mean? I was looking all over and wanted to change it to Greek. Couldn't find any translation to miso longest. It's long. It is maybe the longest one. And miso is like Japanese soup. But I don't know why Nelson would go there. I don't know what it is. No, but beautiful cigar, man. This This is the one that I picture like the president of the bank. In, in his office, smoking this cigar. With right? his feet up on the desk. How about yeah. Daddy Warbucks? Yes. Because we're old. We there know we who go. that is. There we go. All right, let's give it a cut and light. I can't wait to get to it. It's time to cut our cigar. Oh, you know what? I'm going to hand this over. All right. Ooh, I'm going to hand uh, this let's, over. Let's see. And how... let's, he- let's hear a pro do it. It's, uh, it's time for, to cut our cigars. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, traditionally, traditionally, tradition, and excellence. Yeah. C minus. Well, yeah. Yeah. C minus. Dave, you got to yeah, raise it, it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you were being generous. I, I thought that was an F. Yeah. I make go, it look easy, right? I'd go D. I'd go D. Yeah, you yeah, go, I'd go okay. D. No, see, what an honest guy. I'm giving you a few points for getting the click in. I you did, did I that did part. I was afraid you were going to miss that. I did get it. Well, that was to tell you if he really listened to the show. Right. He does. Yeah. Cold draws a little onion powder and vinegar. No. Uh, I'm going to give him the vinegar. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people ask me, this is part of the 20th century collection. Mm. With the yellow band on it. If you remember the yellow, the yellow jaws, boxes, yeah. yeah, yellow boxes now. <clears throat> this Ooh. is this is expensive. Reminds me of the vinegar potato chips. What yeah. was this? Is this a like forty dollars cigar? Uh, Thirty six. Thirty six. We're gonna enough. light our it's cigar. It's not forty. Yeah, we're gonna light our cigar today with the Vertigo drone featuring single action. You press the button down, the lid pops open. Two jets come alive, pat, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Vertigo drone. You know, we changed the logo. Maybe we can work out something with Vertigo, because this would be perfect to be laser-etched mm. with a Cigar Authority logo on it. Ah. It, boy, it, it looks like $60 lighter. Yeah. Easily. Feels like it, too. It's heavy. Doesn't feel cheap. This is a good one for giving somebody a gift like this, and it's they think you spent a lot of money on yeah, it. Yeah, they get the box, and it weighs a yeah. metric shit ton. Now, most geeks end up 
uh, ha- hanging out in their parents or their grandparents' basement, yeah. and that's where I imagine <laughs> some people may listen to the show, or they're yeah. collecting their cigars, and they pull them out every week so they can have a conversation with them, and that's exactly where I feel like I am now that we change this stupid backdrop. Yeah. I yeah. What do you think? It's horrible. Yeah. What? What? I, I'm more interested in what the audience thinks. Just well, to be well, folks out there listening out call there. Call said it looks like we had a power outage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, we were fluorescent now, so, before. Some... Some do like it, and see, for me, it's very difficult because even no matter what you do, it never looks exactly the same on Facebook and YouTube, depending on how they're doing the transcoding and all of that. And then the additional complication you have is the camera, right? Because that does auto brightness, and it also does auto white which changes tone significantly, and the camera reacts very strongly yeah. to the background you're using. Eric, uh, reach in the back of his pants and give him a wedgie because <laughs> that was entirely too technical. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Ed Ryan also chimed in that he goes, this show feels like uh, staff training. Is that negative? That's, yes. Negative. <laughs> you ever had a staff training you enjoyed? I like it. I do them all the time. I like it. Yeah, well, you that like makes it. one of you. So let me ask you this. We have four... You know, you'd say Ed Sullivan is a host of the show, even though he's off camera, right? Yeah. He, he he has a major role in this, not just technically, yeah. but he adds to the show, right? So yeah. he's a he's a host, four hosts on the show. Yeah, and and you excessive. Know, uh, it's a it's a little much at times. Okay. I think sometimes you get a lot of voices, you get a lot of competition for the voices. Not everybody gets to say what they want to say. It can mm. go off the rails pretty fast. Like so, when food comes uh, up? <laughs> yeah, food or drink or pairing or whatever, right? And so there's a lot of voices All right. mixing in here together. So one must go. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if we're playing Survivor, let's start right now. <laughs> Bye, Barry. So who is the weakest link? Oh, man. <laughs> man that, yeah, I knew you guys were going to ask me that question, and that's a, uh, that's a, a hard one uh, to say. It. You know, in what you're doing, you've been doing this long enough that that all four of you have a place in this. And I think uh, if there's anything you can do, you just continue to practice in knowing what each other is going to do and have those smooth transitions between it. If you're going to keep this many in here, you just kind of have to be cognizant of what you're doing and how you're transitioning. We talked a little bit about that kind of earlier. It just takes practice. It doesn't mean it can't be four. And are we different enough that you know when I'm talking, yeah, oh, it's yeah. me and it's not Well, Gary I, first of all, I can't understand you, Dave, just <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. Being a Midwestern guy, I don't have, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. So you know, wow. The <laughs> subtitles you, go, question mark, question mark, question mark. So do you think we should replace the host? I mean, they wouldn't let him on radio. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. So I had to get my own show. Yeah. <laughs> and now you might be off it. Well, it's let's find day. out. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it if, that, if that's it. Just don't read, Dave. Just don't read. I know. I'm <laughs> terrible reader jonathan is too how about spelling ba- barry is too the mm. only one that can read here is ed it's hard to read in this in this setting it's hard uh when you're broadcasting to to read it the the best things you read are the things you've practiced reading so if you're going to do any kind of reading that you know it's coming maybe a great idea practice those things in advance so you know it's coming because in a long email jonathan you, you should know kind of where that thing has gone to begin with <laughs> and, yeah. and, and right and and he had to read it once yeah a week ago and now yeah, but i would actually practice it out loud like and i know that feels weird oh all right that's yeah. a good idea i know that feels in weird in front but. of a mirror 
No, just read it right before the show. Just read it. So it's fresh. He, he's very vain. I, I'd add the okay. Mirror. Add a, do it in front of a mirror. Then maybe take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking my language, and, and then send Jim a picture. I'm okay with that. So I want to mention. Uh, you had mentioned the. Uh, I don't know if you said it during the break or we we talked about it, but some podcast with meat. That mm. You're doing a meat podcast. Yeah, we are too. Are you? And. You know, we we talked about it briefly, and um, we're, we're looking for 200 people to come on the special broadcast of the Cigar Authority, which will take place mm-hmm. Thursday, October, October 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern live on YouTube and Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be the La Fleur Dominicana Gourmet Smoke Session. It's the No Bull Session, and we put a package together where 200 people would buy this package and get the link into the thing, and we were going to talk about it all the way through, up leading to... They all sold out. All the tickets, we got 50 people coming. That sold out, too. So the event is completely sold out, and I'm, like, bummed out because I, I like that I sold out, but... There's so much more to talk about and get people engaged in it. So I got the okay to open it up so that people that aren't in the package, they can come on and and join us also. So we talked about doing changing our podcast from Saturday afternoon, by the way, at 12 noon. Terrible time. Well, at this point, you've done it so long that you've attracted those people who are going to be there. If you changed it now, you'd see it definitely see a dip. Yeah, as people are adapting, you right? can't my, live with a dip. No, my, I can't. It's got to be going up or, or or out, right? It's one or the other. Um, so we talked about moving it, but this will be a little test. So we're going to move to a Thursday night, and you're home a Thursday night, and you're not doing errands and stuff like that. So it's seven p.m. Eastern on October 29th, and go to YouTube or Facebook Live, and we're going to open it up so anybody can just jump on um, and be part of it and be able to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a shorter version of the show, which is going to be interesting also. That normally we go two hours long. We're guessing we can do this in about an hour or so. We'll see, but we tend to talk too much and it, it goes longer. But if it goes longer, it's still not going to get to two hours. Um, but um, Mr. Jonathan Connie will be on and he's going to be actually cooking on the show uh, along with the studio audience, 50 people that are going to be tasting the tomahawk ribeye along with the pairing of, of the Andalusian bull. We have special cigars that we're going to be um, not just announcing but um, launching at the show, um, and Lito Gomez from La Florida Dominicana is going to zoom in or whatever, however he's going to get in, and we'll get him on the show too. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So that's going to be a little test of changing the date um, for that little test that's happening. Uh, that being said, let's move it over to Mr. Jonathan, who's already read his um, – he's writing some notes down here. <clears throat> the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Stephen writes, a request for real information. We are all used to most of the emails just being an excuse to chop on the hosts of the show. This one is a request for real information. I have had a weight problem for most of my life, and I'm not alone with a lot of cigar smokers in this matter. Jonathan, if you look to your left or right, you'll probably (laughs) notice the connection with the oral compunction. You personally probably have one, just not with food, not that there's anything wrong with that. I see, I see what you did there. <laughs> I've been quite successful with the keto diet, and I know Barry has started down that path, and I wish him and predict great success. I wish him well and predict great success. 
The one issue I have with keto is that if you smoke a moderately strong cigar, your ability to handle the nicotine is compromised. Mm. We all know that the best remedy for a quick intake of sugar. I bet Dave has a pocket of sugar packets on him at all times. This is not allowable during keto, so really hoping for other suggestions. It is a horrible dilemma to reach the final third of a great cigar and have to decide between finishing it and feeling lousy or putting it down. Thanks for your anticipated help and for the show. Your friendly neighborhood car salesman, Stephen from Highland, New York. See how I didn't interrupt him? It killed me, but I didn't. <laughs> you did great, Dave. You and I gotta pa- I'm got going to pass this over to Barry because he's in that dilemma right now. Yeah, I'm lucky like the first... Two weeks, you know, people get the keto flu when your body starts going through the, you know, the carb withdrawal. Uh, I passed that, so the strong cigars aren't bothering me anymore. Oh, okay, but at the beginning it did. But yeah, but I, I would think something like maybe a, some sharp cheddar or something like that. Um, you know, cheddar kind of has a sweet feel to it at times. Um, but yeah, in the first two weeks, I was like, I can't reach for chocolate. I can't put extra sugar in my coffee, so I started smoking mild cigars. Thankfully, I moved past it. All right. So, you know, cheese has no carbs. I would say, you know, jalapeno cheese, cheddar cheese, something like that. Puff rate has everything to do with the effects of the nicotine, and we found that out with you being able to smoke stronger cigars if you slowed down. So if you slow your puff rate down, cut it in half at first. Yeah, and probably he's hungry, and he's probably puffing hotter and faster, right? Oh, yeah, I'm chomping at it. I I was chewing my cigars. Yeah, yeah. It looked like uh, Kojak had a hold of my cigar. Is that All a right. dig about bald people? <laughs> no, you'll know when there's a dig about bald okay. people. Can you do mozzarella uh, cheese? Uh, that, that- I haven't really looked into that. I, I know it's usually made with whole milk, which is, has carbs in it. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't found good mozzarella up here, so yeah. I stayed away from okay. it. I, I brought some mozzarella yeah. uh, in that, and just kind of want you know anything, any of those little snacks that I, I think that's a good idea to find some of those. Hey, for for the rest of us too as well, not maybe not struggling as much with it. We all struggle with it some. I think it's good to have those things handy close by you, anyways, to help you make smart decisions in the moment. Do you feel fancy smoking that cigar? Man, I feel like a million dollars <laughs> in this. This is this, this is this is the feel of this cigar. You know what this cigar reminds me of, and, and I mean it as a total compliment. Oh God, orange oh. tang. Mm. Like I'm getting orange tang. See, I'm getting Barks root beer, and that's the the root beer that has a little more bite to it, mm-hmm. but mixed with club soda, which also has a bit of a saline kind of flavor. You just mix the two together, and that's where I'm at on this. Complete with the bubbles. I'm tasting. You epic. can taste the effervescence. It's epic. This cigar. Yeah. It, it, this was I, worth coming into the show today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he rarely says wow. that. Wow. High praise. I, I'd say a really good green tea. Like if I was going to pour a really hot, really flavorful green tea, for me, I kind of get those. I get, I get that, that kind of that tea flavor. It's smooth and mild. I mean, it. This was one of the very first cigars I smoked with my wife when when mm-hmm. when Ed sent them. I said, "You got it," because I'd been buying. Let's be honest, I've been buying really cheap, bad cigars, yeah. right? And and Ed sent this, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." It's amazing. in another amazing. You could tell looking at it that it was no funny. amazing. And I gave it to her, and sh- I had to like fight to get it back. And she's not a regular sm- cigar smoker, so tomorrow. I'm headed down to the D.C. area, and I'm meeting a buddy who got married uh, during COVID, so I couldn't be there. But I shipped him a couple of these cigars, and it'll be oh. his very first cigar. 
and this is what I'm going to break them in on. So I'm nice. pretty <laughs> excited about getting down there. We're going to pair it, Jonathan. We're going to pair it with some uh, Jefferson's bourbon. Okay. And a really, a really smooth bourbon that will add, I think will add some additional flavors to this, but yeah. So the, the Byron changed the way I, I looked at and saw cigars. I, I, Dave, you questioned me, like, would you start somebody on it? Yeah, I would I not. Absolutely. Yeah. Would. It's yeah. going to, I would love absolutely. a, a it's report. It's expensive. I would love yeah. a report back of, because you tend to take somebody into ultra mild and not very expensive um, which, you know, more expensive cigars, unfortunately, they're better, right? For the most part, the more expensive you get, yeah. ends yeah. up... You get what you pay for. Yeah, so yeah. wouldn't you want somebody to try something really good, I guess? Also, I say it to people to come in and say, you know, I only smoke a couple cigars a year. Uh, just show me something cheap. And I go, if you're only smoking a couple cigars a year, why don't you have the very best? Right. If right. you Like the people that are, are, are basically vegans all year, and a few times a year they eat meat. Yeah. You're not going to have a hot dog, right? <laughs> have a flame and yawn or have something really top no, end no, if you're no, only no. going to eat it a couple of times a year. And the same goes for with a cigar smoker if you enjoy a cigar, but you don't even know this guy enjoys a cigar. No, it's his very first. And I said, <laughs> you're going to get the best. You are in for an experience. He's excited about it. All but right. there's, there's something to that too. If you, you know, Not everybody has acquired a taste for wine or beer. And yeah, you could give them a Coors Light, but you're going to try beer for the first time. Right. Let's try something that is indicative of a good IPA or a good stout. Let's start at the top and see if, if that's the place that you want to be. Yeah. All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> In Asia, a wealthy businessman has unveiled plans for a new theme park of a... <clears throat> Adult nature. No kidding. The new sex-themed amusement park will feature X-rated versions of the Tunnel of Love and Splash Mountain, which comes to an explosive finish in the G-Spot Lagoon. Additional rides include humper cars and the Cleveland Steamer train ride. The food court will feature an all-you-can-eat buffet, which we can only imagine what that will be like. And that's not only insane, it's a silo. A lot of tacos and hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, big tacos. <laughs> Upcoming shows on next week. Uh, don't be scared. I know it's in your care package, folks. We're talking machine-made cigars. And if you thought that was funny, we're bringing uh, comedian Tony V on, and we're going to tell you about uh, uh, cigar events and uh, comedy events and how they can go together. Um, the following week, we're celebrating 25 years of Rocky Patel, and we'll bring him on for there. And the following week, we have Cigar Trivia. The whole show is Cigar Trivia. We're going to give away prizes and things like that. Uh, we've never done this before, so we'll give that a try, too, and see how that goes, uh, unless something goes very wrong in this show and we're told <laughs> not to. Um, a lot of segments we do on the show. Yeah. yeah. Too much? No. No, I think that's actually one thing you guys get ver done very, very well. Because people know where they're at in the show. They know okay. where it's going, where it's happening. No, that that's an area I, I don't know if I'd change at all. Okay. Asylum, and then they'll get the, the women and children out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. It's a little cringy. The asylum can be a little cringy at times, but mm -hmm. I, I think people push Well, we, we let people know it's coming yeah, with right. the creepy guy doing the read. Right on, right <laughs> the on. guy who lives in a van by the river. <laughs> Correct. And uh, sent in through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Joe writes... 
with respect to Lanceros. Guys, instead of shitting on Dave or saying how much I like you guys, like all the recent mailbags, I have an actual cigar question. There's the second one today. It's weird. I visited my buddy recently, and we always trade cigars. Every time we buy a box or find a good cigar, we buy one for the other guy. My friend smokes a ton of Lanceros. I notice while I'm smoking a number of the ones he gave me, they seem to go out, and they need to be relit often. Is this normal, or am I just not used to smoking Lanceros? Thanks, Joe, from Alexandria, Virginia. it's more likely to happen with a Lancero. One thing you want to be sure of, I mean, if you're smoking a Lancero that's humidified at about 70%, yeah, it's not staying lit. So I would tend to uh, dry box a Lancero more so than another cigar to keep it a little bit on the drier side. But it requires a lot more attention. You've yeah, you got to be increase your puff rate. And just to explain dry boxing, which you said sometimes to simplify yeah, it, yeah. just take it out of your humidor a couple of days before smoking it. Let some of that humidity in the cigar dissipate, and uh, it'll be a little bit drier. It won't be too dry after a day or two, yeah. but it'll stay lit more naturally. That, that really depends on where you're typically keeping your cigars. Mm-hmm. A lot of people keep them too high humidity. Right. Anyway. And, yeah, and it's... Not dangerous in terms of mold, but if you're keeping it close to 70%, nothing in my estimation smokes optimally at 70%. It does Especially Lancero. Especially. Yeah. And you got something like what we're smoking here, this Byron Mesolongus. Mesohorny. Mesohorny. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. It's a $36 cigar, and we're going to reference some stupid rap song. I don't well, think so. You, you love my reference to the baby Jesus Atabay. Yeah, right? I do. But th- this has a lot of combustible material. The the filler tobaccos are comprised of higher combustion around that lajero, so you're going to have no issues as far as keeping this lit because of the ring gauge. You shrink that down significantly, and you're just going to you've got combustion issues. They don't always burn right. You just have to you really have to pay attention to a lancero. This right. is a great cigar if you are going to have a cigar with somebody. Yeah. A special moment to something. I think the size, everything about this cigar is like and epic. I, I, I stood away from it because of the size, and I'm regretting that I did because yes. this is the best cigar I've smoked this year. Yeah, and you may have a couple hours then to sit with a friend and have a conversation. Because we're going to smoke this through the after show oh, and everything. Sure. Beyond. <laughs> and you were saying, boy, I'm glad you ended up picking that cigar because <laughs> to put it down would be a shame Yeah, to put the cigar down. So we're not. We're smoking it all the way through. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael. Offer of the day, and it's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone is a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Did I do this last week? Probably. I don't know. I think last week's you had done before anyway, yeah. so this could be the third time. $10,000 to go on stage at a concert and sing a cappella to the artist that... Oh. Of no, their song. No, that, no, you haven't that's done that new. one. That's new. That's yeah. new. Okay. So you got you got a favorite artist or something. They're on there doing a concert. They invite you up there, and they say, go ahead. Okay, so you're invited then, to go on to the stage. Yep, and then they're going to, you know, whatever band it is, you're going to sing their hit. So you're going to ruin, the, ruin their song. Yes, you are. In front of them. I would yep. not only do that. I would get up on stage. I would encourage everyone to pull out their cell phones. I would want it to go on YouTube and go viral, and I would destroy the song in the process no one would be able to hear it again the same and i would take your money well you'd do it for free 
I certainly would. <laughs> yeah. Just the attention alone. <laughs> would you go do it? Yeah, I need the money. Heck really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries. Yeah, no. Hey, yeah? No, if we have like eight people here, I freak out. So yeah, 19,000, right. I'm out. I actually went up on stage. The Tramps, Disco Inferno. <laughs> the Tramps were playing, and I was sitting up front, and the guy looked at me in, in a sort of a way... Like, okay, come on up, do it. If, I don't know if I was imagining it or what. This is a true story. I got up on the table. I climbed up on the stage. I went to the mic, and I sang Disco Inferno to the tramps And how did while the, the tramps were going how on. How did the, the audience react? They jumped in. It was craziness. Huh. The, the band jumped in and started playing, and I started belching it out. My wife's probably listening to the show. She, she was my girlfriend at the time, yeah. and like, I'm not that guy at all. And I don't know what it was. The guy actually looked at me like, come on, come on, you know? It may be my imagination, but I did it, and they let me up there, and I did the whole song. And Jim, then you weren't. Did they throw you out? No. Huh. You After it was uh, done, I went down, and, and that was it. You weren't listening to the show two years ago, but uh, the reason Dave has this cowbell yeah. is after a March Madness two years ago, we all went over to where my brother's band yes. was playing, and my brother got on the mic and said, Dave. Come on up. You're playing the cowbell for this song. And hands him that cowbell. And Dave went up and played along and was going to stay into the next song until my brother said, all right, yeah, we're done with you. There's no cowbell on the rest of the set. And that was when I down. was that's when I was trying all the alcohol. He was trying to drink. I was, he was trying I was to drink. learning oh. how to drink alcohol at that oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And I must have tried three different things at that time. Three that, sips, too. It was he was not even buzzed. I was buzzed. He was <laughs> and then he calls me up and yeah. I, I took the action of what it is. So be careful what you ask for, because I may do it. And apparently uh, you guys would except for uh, Barry. Barry wouldn't do yeah, it. I'm not I can't, doing it. $10,000, Ed Sullivan? Just go up and sing a song? No. I Byron, mean, if it was Tyga, I'd jump <laughs> yeah. Byron Mesolonis. <laughs> Mesolonis. Mesolongus. M-E-S-O-L-O-N-G-I-S. Should he be spelling uh, as often just, as he didn't does? Didn't we just? No? <laughs> yeah, I should no. stop doing that? <laughs> I think we referenced you know this earlier. To, All the other stuff he had to think about, that when he said no before I finished asking. <laughs> Should he? No. <laughs> stop doing that. All right. I'm going to stop spelling. I'm going to stop spelling, and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get into the last segment where we find out the weakest segment, because this is the last segment coming up. Uh, we're going to get homework, how to improve the Cigar Authority. We're going to work on it all week, and we're going to improve the show this day forward. I so doubt stick it. around. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. 
Rough Rider cigars. So there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name, Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number no. 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Oh! 
Jose. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Byron Mesolongus with the podcast coach, Jim Collison. Should I be singing on the commercials or stay away from that? <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about commercials in the, when we get to the end. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, right. nice. What kind of homework should we be doing from this day forward for next week. One is Jonathan should be reading out loud the... Um, Which I will do. The, com- the Not the commercials, but the, the uh, letters to the email, the emails to us because we have to read three emails and, and award a prize each time. So he's going to do that next week and going forward. Anything I need to prepare for? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I'm not sure, you know, as, as we think about... Everything I, I would suggest, as I've talked about... I think is going to be associated with your survey, right? I think you could tighten up when you get to that survey, you could tighten up some more of those questions where you get in, you, they're really actionable at the end. Like, what are you looking for? Like we talked about like the colors, the, the yeah. visuals, some we of the changed things it we again. see. <laughs> some it's even of, worse. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm a big fan of this one, right. uh, of this one either. <laughs> but, but I think um, if anything, again, it's, it's maybe not on the day over day, but, but I think I could, I would tighten up your survey a little bit to get some more actionable items that you can actually do some things with to improve what you're doing to get the, get the will of the audience kind of involved in, in what, why they're watching. So maybe ask their favorite color and then we know what it is. And then <laughs> no, I, I no? Don't, no, I, I don't. Maybe the, Are you regretting coming on the show right now? <laughs> no. no Has all. anyone <laughs> asked you dumber questions? <laughs> no. Wow. This, is, this is all good. I think, you've, I think that survey is actually a key to you know, making sure you have very – when you ask those questions on that survey, they should have very succinct outcomes on what you're going to do once you get the answers all back right. from them. All right. And so, should if you're going to tighten up anything, I'd start working on that survey. Should we be doing the survey more than once a year? I think if you need to, you can. Once a year is a great frequency on that. But if you felt like if, if numbers started to drop all of a sudden, I'd instantly do a survey. Yeah. See instantly what's, do what's a wrong, survey. right? Now, and then I'd shorten them up. One thing I noticed you guys do is you seem to have your podcast split into seasons. Mm-hmm. Is that an important thing for a podcast to have is season one, season two, season three, and, and so forth? If the seasons make sense based on your content, and I don't think here on Cigar Authority that ma- that makes much sense because you're just you're kind of rolling through every single week. You've got you know, new things, new cigars. I, I don't think seasons are important for what you guys are doing. Right. Homework for Barry because he's looking for something. He's left alone here. He <laughs> wants something to do. Yeah. Well, this is one thing I'm willing to not have anything to do. There you go. I think, yeah. I, I, I think you guys, Ed and Barry, both uh, can work on that chat room interaction in getting and finding some way to get that information back into chat. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. But I think there's some great opportunities. They also can work on, and I mentioned this at the first part of the show, work on better ways to get you guys what's going on in the chat room, right? So that you guys see that. I, I am. I, I don't know how you do it. I'm lost without the chat. I, it, that gives me a, where people are going and what they're thinking in that time. Yeah. And so continue. And I don't, I don't know if I have a solution for you, by the way. No, I'm that. counting on them. But usually it happens at the break that they end up saying, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no. Right on. And yeah. Sometimes that works. I've seen a little bit of that work just being on that show that. But I think if I were going to say, if I was going to coach you on this, I'd say continue to find ways to get 
that chat feel, what, what people are thinking, the questions they're asking, and then make them a big deal on the show. I don't know if you guys mention their names enough, just to be honest. Sometimes you do, they you, do. You, you do. Yeah, we, 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 e- we always do. The emails, yeah, the emails do, mm-hmm. do really well. But again, making those people feel, it, be very, very clear of who's talking in the chat. Because that, you know, when you get mentioned, it's a big deal. Okay. I better get mentioned on this week's show. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> All right, it's time for what I think is the best email of the week, and it's brought to you by Aging Room Cigars, and this week's prize is going to be a giant tabletop lighter and a butterfly jaws cutter. It's about $100 value there. And we ship it out to you. We pay for it. That's it. it. All you got to do if you win is uh, send me your address. So uh, Noah writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. You guys were right. Hey guys, I've been an avid listener for several years now, and I enjoy the banter between all of you, and you each bring something special to the podcast. I'm willing to congratulate you on your correct pick on the Versus segment from a few weeks ago. A crocodile most certainly beats an alligator. Crocodiles are larger, more aggressive, and all around superior to alligators. To put it more simply, crocodiles are the godfather, and alligators are the summer's bee. Keep up the good work. Looking forward to this week with the podcast expert to see what advice he has. And did someone say coin story of the week? That's All right. Noah. Well, three emails sucked this week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, he's showing that he knows there's things in there that he listens to regular listener to the show, which is good. He talked nice about us, which is boring yeah you look at but we don't want to encourage people to talking bad about us do we yeah you do actually we, we want to encourage it <laughs> you do yeah you do i i watched but the tempo we, we call the cigar authority and no. aren't we supposed to be putting ourselves up on the platform? yeah but it's it's all about audience engagement and i noticed the the volumes and, and jonathan i know you got to field all of these but when you started encouraging that the volumes went up didn't they oh my god yeah 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 it's because people it's a competition now people are trying to Get in there and, and, you know, who can shit on you the most is basically the way it goes. No, I, I think that's actually a good, that's actually a good component. I, I, I think you guys are right. I think this week's emails are pretty weak. Okay. Yeah, can we pick somebody from last week that didn't win? You guys are going to have to step your game up there, Steve and oh, Joe yeah. and Noah. Yeah, pretty, pretty weak. All right. Here's some interesting feedback uh, from the chat room. Andy Sanchez says, Two hours is good because we're encouraging people to smoke a cigar along with the podcast. You don't want something that's too short. Yeah. And now you got a cigar and there's no content to consume. Yeah. We, we want you to actually have two of them. Well, it, you At would never one. change that now. You've been doing this yeah. too long. Too, too, too many, many advertisers. Yeah, and too many listeners. Yeah. So that's not even a question that should show okay. up on okay. a survey. You All know right. what I want? I want you guys to pick the email that you thought was All the right. best of the so, week. So name them again. You got Stephen that is talking about the keto diet with the question. You got uh, the guy with the Lanceros. Are they supposed to be going out? And the guy who says that alligators are Summersby. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to. I'll vote first. I'm going to go with the Lancero because we are the cigar authority, and at least mm-hmm. it was cigar content. So number two gets and my vote. I, I was with Barry on the Lancero. You know, it's a legitimate question. We don't want to discourage legitimate questions. Well, well, according or do to Jim, no. <laughs> uh, we want more people shitting on Dave. That's how you're going to win. I don't think that needs encouragement. Dave invites that. It's true. Yeah, I. That was an insult, I, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll, and and 
as opposed to jumping in where Jonathan is, well, you know what? I'm going to go with Jonathan and tie it, but we're going to let you. So your choice now is the Lancero or the last. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Lancero too. That that spurred on some conversation up here that, that was actually cigar related. Okay. That was good. All right. Yeah. On a cigar podcast. You'll so Joe, Joe, all you have to do is email me once again your address and we will ship out your hundred dollar yeah. prize of the giant then, lighter and and the Barry, take Jaws that with cutter. you because that's the last one of those. Uh, no, it's not the last one. All right, no, there should be one more. Okay. Yeah. And then this one. Yeah, last okay. week. And then we have a new prize coming the week after. So look forward to that. Jonathan, brace yourself for next week because Sean Stevens is telling people you've got to cuss at them if you want to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So there's no need of that. But uh, we'll see where this goes. Or is there? Uh, the after show, um, and we're going to do the after show, and you're going to stay on with yeah. us. How's that show? How's the after show? That's actually my favorite part of, of this. I, okay. I, and I listen to it in the car, on the podcast channel, through my podcast player on my phone, and I look forward to listening to it on Wednesdays every week. It's great. I like the after show myself because it is a more loose environment. We can just get in there and do our thing. There's no agenda. There's no script for it. It's just... In there, reacting to whatever and the topic is. During COVID times, you have a lot of short trips, and you can actually get the whole show in, right? Yeah. You're going to the store, you listen to it, yeah. finished it on the way home. So I didn't know what he was going to say today. And, and you didn't I, want to do the after show? I'm anymore? doing the after show, but I prepped it, and I have things to read, which I shouldn't be doing, but mm -hmm. I have to read something. And we're going to talk about the 100-point rating system, and that the 100-point rating system that exists in the cigar industry uh, very strongly, yeah. um, and it does not appear on the podcast platform. There's nobody rating cigar podcasts. And maybe there should be. There, right. are, there are top 10 lists. They're there's all top seated 10, but and they're terrible. But there's not a number. Right. Correct. Of what it is. Correct. And on that show, I want you to t rate from 1 to 100 what the Cigar Authority is. Right. And, and uh, I do want to say that uh, Hall of Fame award-winning podcaster Dave Jackson does a show called Podcast Rodeo. Yes, he does. However, he's only got three rating levels. He's not giving a numeric value. Right. Is it good, bad, and indifferent? And speaking of which, he has a book. That just came out, and it's called Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into Livelihood, Dave Jackson. I have the book. I went through it. I thumbed through it and went through some of the things. You're not a big reader. Let's not, be honest. But it, this is important to me, and I'm going to read every single word at least twice, but uh, just because I was on this show. that's just on the first go-round. Now, <laughs> that show that we were just on is Ask the Podcast Coach, and we yeah. want to get some of our listeners if they care to hear more about podcasting uh, uh, and a little cigar Somebody stuff. might like Jim enough to do yes, that. It's I not even know. all that boring. I mean, it was, it, it was entertaining. <laughs> I no, nobody it. wants to hear this dribble, Jonathan. And, Let's and, just be and honest. That's, and that's how he praises you. It wasn't all that boring. <laughs> the I'm chat right room saying, obviously, he doesn't know a lot about books because the title's too long. Ooh, ah. There you go. There's some feedback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pat's that along to <laughs> all, uh, next Hall week. of Fame award-winning podcaster <laughs> Dave Jackson. We'll critique next week on Ask the Podcast Coach. We'll critique my appearance here. Really? Oh, I can't oh, wait yeah. for that. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So, so that means Dave Jackson's going to hear that I called him a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Yep. Yep. That, anyway, come up. buy his book. Do me a favor and buy yeah. his book and, and go on to the thing and, and make it the highest rated uh, show because I was on it. And uh, and in your defense, you didn't call him a douche. You said you had the impression he was a douche. 
That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. That is a good point. Ask the Podcast Coach is the name of the podcast, mm-hmm. and that's on YouTube. Yeah, it is. It's everywhere. Askthepodcastcoach.com. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Okay. And it comes on right before Cigar Authorities. Yeah. yeah. So We're a warm-up for you guys. Yeah, it can be a yeah, regular like thing it. that happens yeah, right all up. the time. Right, I like right, it. Right now, it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. I, I just want to address the elephant in the room. How what many the fucking pot, how many tiebreakers do we have to have on this? It's a disaster, segment? Jonathan. It's a disaster. <laughs> this is a disaster segment. Yeah, right. this is your wife's favorite segment, and and she loves it. And she she's counting it. on you. I know. So it's going to be you three, and we're going to keep Ed out of it. But Ed is your backup to look at to, to help, right? All right. So it's, it's going to help. Called him. cheating. Your right. phone a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Barry is our champion. Yes. And uh, it's going to go to Barry first. We have four questions and two tiebreakers. The tiebreakers are there in case we need them. That's right. all. No, Maybe we don't need them. Uh, Barry, it's going to go over to you. Robert Evil Knievel, American motorcycle daredevil to smoke, smoke the Snake River Canyon. He was born in Butte, Montana today. What year? 1926. 1926, he says, Mr. 35. Jonathan, 35. 52. 52. Without going over, 52 is over. 35, it's 38. So Mr. Jonathan will take the point. Goddamn right I will. And if you had consulted, I was going to say 37. Uh, you know, whatever. Good enough. Because Ed cheats. He plays the man. He doesn't write anything I'm down I'm going to try and there. actually survive this thing. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, over to you. Marshall Mathers III. Eminem. Oh, my God. How did you know that? Because literally everybody <laughs> in the world knows who that is. No kidding. <laughs> Really? He's an American rapper, movie star. He's from St. Joseph's, Missouri. He was born today what year? He was born in 1970. 70, he says, Jim. 65. 65. 72. 72. Somebody has two points. Barry Barry Stein. Stein. Damn it. (laughs) Two points for Barry. Uh, right now, we have two questions down. Barry's two, Mr. Jonathan one. Jim Collison, he may Goose be the egg. podcast coach, but he's not. Um, <laughs> the champion. So far, he sucks at this game. Uh, and it's over to Jim. Thomas Edison files a patent for the optical phonograph, the first movie today. This is the patent for the first movie today. 1848. 1848. 1898 is what I've written down. 1800. 1800. 48 will take the point. It's 1888. He's on the board. He's on the board. This is really exciting. It is. We have two points for Barry, one for Jim, one for Mr. Jonathan, and we have one question to go. If one of them get him, we go on to the tiebreakers, which <laughs> you're all looking forward to. Um, and it's over to Barry. Yes. yes. Tomorrow is the, the birthday of Chuck Berry. Sing a song right on cigar smoker Chuck Berry or the uh, the no, other guy. The other guy, <laughs> the uh, singer songwriter, one of the pioneers of rock and roll, nicknamed the father of rock and roll, uh, who he defined R and B. 
Uh, you know him from uh, Rollover Beethoven, rock and roll music, Johnny B. Good. He's born tomorrow. What year? 31. 31. Uh, 1930. 30. 32. 32. Did Everybody... you write that down? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It doesn't matter. Everybody's over. It's 1926, and we have a winner. Barry Stein holds his title. For the record, the real Chuck Berry texted me during this show. Is that a coincidence? I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> I think not. The real Chuck Berry. All right. So uh, you're going to talk about us on your show, huh? Yeah. That's going to be yeah, awesome. Well, it's more about me getting critiqued. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to ask Dave a little bit. How did I do? How did the same Was I go? a good guest? Did I talk too yeah. much? Yeah, those kinds of things. So a lot of early feedback from our chat room says, don't change anything. Don't listen to this guy. This is what we like. <laughs> Agreed. No sweeping changes needed. Maybe a couple of tweaks. That's what we're looking for, tweaks. It's not going to be gigantic, but yeah. we're looking for some tweaks. That's how you improve things. You can't just gut the store and start it all over. But... As a, as a retailer in a cigar store, we're tweaking all the time, little things. Every day. Nobody notices and sees it and mm -hmm. stuff, but the overall flow and things end up happening. Here in the Cigar Authority, there hasn't been a lot of tweaks. There's little things here and there, there and then, but maybe an outsider. You know, we're in here. Sometimes it's hard to see. Somebody from outside telling us the brutal truth, and that's what we want, is the brutal truth of how to, what do we do from an outsider looking in. Not only an outsider that knows podcasting, but an outsider who knows podcasting and is a listener of the show to begin with. Yeah. And geez, I wish you wouldn't do that. Well, he already told you he hates the classic three-way. You're not doing anything about it because his wife likes it. Likes right. It. And we did that in a poll, and that was one of our most popular segments yeah. in the survey. And everybody's not going to like everything. but mm. the, So here's the thing that bothers me most about the Cigar Authority. Commercials. Commercial. And not that you have too many of them. You could just clean some of them up a little bit. They're a little old. The Re sound isn't great on some of them. Redo the commercials. Uh, we you can do that. I, I think you got some opportunity to, to, to update those. Bring them up, up to speed a little bit. Just add some production I mean, value. I mean, we can them. write another song for another. Right. You and yeah, Jonathan can that. do another duet. That's really popular. Yeah. We used to have so much fun in the early days writing the commercials because yeah. we would write them and the producer would be there and we would record them that day. And some of it made it into the show because it was it was so the outtakes, so yeah. much yeah. gold. Yeah, yeah. It, it was fun doing it. So we take mm -hmm. a, the the problem is we we can't. It, it's somebody else is paying for that, right? You know. So right. how much do we mess mess around with? And it? I see what he's saying. Like the Kristoff commercial is sounds mm. like it was right on an open mic versus on a yeah. headset. Well, sometimes it was Dave's camera mic in his office. Yeah. Did what we had to do Much back to Ed in the Sullivan's day. Much chagrin. All right. So, Christoph, we'll redo that. We redo all the commercials. We'll Let's do a full review. We'll commit to that. All we right. won't commit to changing it. We'll commit to doing a full review. All right. Smart. So, full review here yeah. on the Byron Mesolonis, Mesolongus. This is a potential for the first 102 rating on the CigarAuthority.com. This cigar is epic. It's a great wow. cigar. One word, one word description. Epic. It is. I, I feel like a million so, dollars. The Epic Poema is not the epic cigar. This is the epic cigar. This is epic. I mean, and you can hear the, you can hear the cadence of the show. Once we started smoking this, we <laughs> kind of slumped down in our chairs. Yeah. We started relaxing. It wasn't as rambunctious. It, it's just what a cigar is well, supposed to do. Well, we also found out by then that Jim really wasn't going to shit all over us. And he's been very nice <laughs> well, through the whole got a show. Chance. He's after the show, we're going to get a rating number. I was yeah. promised brutality and bloodshed, and I got none of it. Sorry. That's all right. Sorry. 
I still love you, buddy. Thanks. We're going to clean up the Thanks. commercials, and maybe he's just too much of a gentleman to say some of the things, and we can get it on the after show, or we'll Let's get hope. it after the after show. Yeah. But I do have one bone to pick with you. When you said <laughs> yeah. on the, the podcast that uh, second chair is that you've got nothing to do and it's the easiest thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the hardest goddamn seat to be in to try to wrangle this mess. And and that's that's my yeah. only job is to keep him on point, yep. keep the, the show kind of flowing a little bit, not talk about food too much. You are the controller of chaos. I don't yeah. know about controller, but. It could could have could gone off the rails many times. Many times. And you brought it in, and many there's got to be somebody to end up doing. But it. I need I need you to get Dave to understand that there is a value to it because he All just right. goes, you don't you, you don't do, do anything. You do nothing. <laughs> you skip you skip to the next question on, on the on page two, and it's like, well, the interview wasn't going anywhere. We had to go somewhere. At least read the email in advance and read the show notes in advance. Sometimes I come in and they they I send it to them Monday. Yeah. You know, usually Monday's and, and next I, week's show. I come done. in Saturday morning and say, what are we smoking? It's in the show notes. Didn't you read them? I yeah. glanced at them. You got some opportunities to prepare in, in those areas, right? Would that be and, something? It'll, automatic, yeah. it'll get better automatically if they prepared a little bit? I, oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so. It'll be more comfortable. And, and Jonathan, you are right. The the second chair, as you call that, um, is, is a hard spot to be in. And I think a lot of podcasters underestimate having the value of that, especially in a live show. Someone has to kind of make sure things keep going. The host can fulfill that role, but having having somebody to fill in when something goes wrong, or sure, something yeah. happens, super valuable. Jonathan, yeah, and I don't read the show notes at all because as soon as the email came in, I came walking upstairs with five yeah. Byrons yeah. and put them and on his desk and said, yeah. "I think the, this is the cigar you're talking about in the show." Jonathan, yeah, don't don't take the feedback so hard. Like Dave will say to me, "Well, you don't actually do anything; you just push buttons over there." Right. <laughs> you know, so it's not just you. No, he shits on everybody. <coughs> Dave, I hope Part it's been a helpful chunk. look at the podcast. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank you so much you for it. Uh, next week, Tony V joins us as we talk about machine-made cigars. You're not interested? I think you will be. So I think you should tune in. It might be eye-opening for you. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We learned a lot in the last two hours, but you might not have learned anything. But always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.